Good Friday, all. Welcome to Locked On ACC for May 22nd, 2020. Today, we wrap up our ACC football schedule previews with the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest, as you can hear. Five weeks behind us, now 99 days ahead of us as we get ready for college football. The kickoff date scheduled 99 days from now. If you want to contribute to the program, it is so easy to do. Just tweet us at LockedOnACC. You can also email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com, or you can tweet me individually. I am at Sports Matters. Also need to remind you, today's program brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking to take a healthy snack with you on the road for the Memorial Day weekend, grab a Built Bar, get $10 off your first purchase at BuiltBar.com if you use our promo code LOCKEDON. Again, $10 off your first purchase at BuiltBar.com. Use our promo code LOCKEDON. As we mentioned, we're taking a look at Wake Forest today. Before we look at 2020, we have to look at 2019, as we always do. The Deeks last year, 8-5, and 4-4 four and four in the ACC. They scored 414 points, but gave up 378, which was a bit of a problem. They also fell in the Pinstripe Bowl against Michigan State, 27-21. The Deeks last year led under center by Jamie Newman, now a Georgia Bulldog. Newman, 220 completions, 361 attempts last year, 2,868 yards, 26 scores, 11 picks for Newman. Sam Hartman in relief, 55 of 97, 830, four touchdowns, two picks. He'll play a significant role this year. Michael Kern, 7 of 9, 50 yards, a score. And Tavon Bowers, who has since transferred 0 of 1 last year. Newman, also the leading rusher in terms of carries last year for Wake Forest, 180 rushes, 574 yards, six scores. Cade Carney, 158 rushes, 620 yards, five scores. Kenneth Walker, the third, 98 for 579, four touchdowns. Christian Beal, 71 for 304 and two scores. Hartman also ran 27 times for 89 yards and a touchdown. Kendall Hinton, the leading receiver for the Deeks last year. He has since graduated, now onto the Broncos. 73 grabs, 1,001 yards, four touchdowns. Sage Surratt last year, 66 grabs, 1,001 yards, 11 touchdowns. Scotty Washington, 35 catches, 607 yards, seven scores. Jack Freudenthal, 32 for 325 and five touchdowns. Wake Forest lost a lot of firepower, but they have a decent amount coming back. Included in that group, Sam Hartman. He'll be taking over under center for the Deeks this year. Michael Kern will back him up. Kenneth Walker III, the starting running back, along with Christian Beal-Smith. Kendrell Flowers, your running back alternatives behind Walker. Surratt back at a wide receiver spot. Also, Donovan Green will step in. Ja'Cory Robinson, Jamal Banks, also receiving options. Senior Brandon Chapman, the tight end. Blake Whitehart will also see some time there. And Nick Skiba, the kicker for Wake Forest, I'm admittedly biased because I covered Nick Skiba in high school, but to me, if you look at Nick Skiba and compare him against the rest of the ACC kickers, I would take him against any ACC kicker, probably against any kicker in the nation. Nick Skiba, absolute nails for Wake Forest, and he comes back to lead the Demon Deacon special teams effort. The Deeks start the season Friday, September 4th. They will travel to Old Dominion. We've mentioned Old Dominion as playing a couple of other ACC opponents. The Monarchs last year, 1-11, 0-8 in Conference USA. Bobby Wilder now out as the Old Dominion head coach, Ricky Rain, has taken over. 
The Monarchs last year played Virginia Tech and Virginia. ODU fell 31-17 to Tech, 28-17 against Virginia. Wake Forest, a pretty significant favorite against Old Dominion this year. Even in Norfolk, the Demon Deacons favored 79.4% by ESPN's FPI. Game two on the Wake Forest schedule is an interesting one. A regional rival, the two schools not separated by many miles at all, the Appalachian State Mountaineers visit Friday, September 11th. The Mountaineers last year, 13-1. They were 19th in the AP poll. They were 8-1 in the Sun Belt. Eli Drinkwitz, their head coach, now off to Missouri, Sean Clark, who coached in the bowl game, has taken over in Boone. The Mountaineers scored 38.8 points a game last year. Very high-powered team. They last played in 2017, Wake 1 in Boone, 20-19. That decision came on a 25-yard Mike Weaver field goal with 7.22 to play, giving the Deeks the win in Boone. The last time Wake Forest fell to Appalachian State was 1975. September 20th of that year, the Deeks lost 1917. If ESPN is to be believed, it could happen again this year. ESPN likes Wake Forest just 41.9% of the time against the visiting Mountaineers. Saturday, September 19th, Villanova visits Winston-Salem. The Wildcats of the Colonial Athletic Association in the FCS. Last year, 9-4, 5-3 in the Colonial. They finished number 15 in both FCS polls. Villanova fell 45-44 in the first round of the FCS playoffs last year against Southeastern Louisiana. This will be the fifth time the schools have played. Wake visited Villanova in 1988, beat the Wildcats 31-11. Villanova beat Wake Forest in 1952 in a 20-0 shutout. That at Franklin Field in Philadelphia. Deeks are guided, actually, by a former Villanova assistant as well. Dave Clausen, who was the Wildcats offensive coordinator for three seasons. ESPN likes Wake Forest in this one 91.9%, as you might imagine. And then Saturday, September 26th, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte will host a battle between the Demon Deacons and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The Irish last year, 11-2, finished 12th in the nation, scored 478 points. They won the Camping World Bowl 33-9 against Iowa State. The schools last played in 2018. Notre Dame a 56-27 winner on that day. The Irish have won five in a row, all five actually, against the Deeks winning in 2011, 12, 15, 17, and 18. ESPN likes them to win again this year. 14.6% are the Deeks as far as favorites against Notre Dame. So there's your first four games of the season for Wake Forest. Let's take another quick spin back through them. Friday, September 4th, Wake visits Old Dominion. Friday, September 11th, Appalachian State visits Winston-Salem. Saturday, September 19th, Villanova at Wake Forest before Saturday, September 26th, a neutral site game between Villanova and Notre Dame at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. So there's your first four for Wake Forest in the 2020 campaign. The next four coming right up, including two games against North Carolina foes and two games against Florida foes. We'll take a look at those next. First, though, I want to tell you about Built Bar. We've talked a lot about the actual bars themselves. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the company. And every company has had its COVID-19 response, and we've all seen that and whatever else, but Built Bar had its own. This from the actual release, Built Bar, the world's best-tasting, low-calorie, high-protein bar, 
launches a new initiative to support the frontline workers fighting today's global COVID-19 pandemic. The brand has donated over 500,000 bars to hospitals and organizations in dire need of support, providing healthy snack options to doctors, nurses, staff, and healthcare professionals whose relief efforts continue to flatten the curve. Renowned for its wide variety of flavors, the company endeavors to energize workers as they care for patients during long shifts. Built Bar has placed the products directly in the hands of these heroes at various organizations located in virus hotspots across the country, including New Jersey, Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta, and Salt Lake, including the Atlantic Health System, Holy Name Medical Center, Mercury One, and more. Quoting, In light of today's global pandemic, we've got to band together and support those on the front lines however we possibly can, said the founding partners of Built Bar. We hope to provide quick, easy, and nutritious snack options for our healthcare workers. They're keeping us safe. We're going to make sure they're not hungry. Close quote. If you want more information on Built Bar and what they're doing for COVID-19, not just in terms of what they're giving back, but also how they're protecting their employees, you can visit BuiltBar.com. It's right there on the front page. It'll tell you all you need to know about Built Bar and its COVID-19 initiatives. Also wanted to mention, while we're talking about Built Bar, NASCAR is back. You've seen a couple of races this week. You'll see more coming up. Built Bar is involved in NASCAR. Corey LaJoy, NASCAR driver has partnered with Built Bar. So while you're watching NASCAR racing and you see Corey LaJoy on the track, you can know that Corey LaJoy is part of the Built Bar family as well. If you want to find out more about Built Bar, visit I Am Built. That's the letters I Am Built. On Instagram, you can find out all you need to know as far as pictures to make you hungry. You can also visit bar underscore built on Twitter. And while you're at it, the Built Boost drinks, Built is having a closeout on the remaining drinks that they have available. All these different flavors. If you want to get some drinks to go along with your Built Bars, you can visit BuiltBar.com, find out more about that closeout. And if you go to BuiltBar.com, you can save $10 off your first order using our promo code Locked On. Again, that's BuiltBar.com for $10 off your first order. Promo code Locked On. On to Wake's second four games starting Saturday, October 3rd. Wake Forest at Duke. Last year, the Deeks took a 39-27 decision from the Blue Devils. Duke got a Damon Filiaud Johnson 98-yard kickoff return with 9.34 to play. Took a 27-26 lead. The Deeks scored twice in the final 9.34 of the game with a Kenneth Walker third 14-yard touchdown run making it 32-27 at the 8:24 mark, and then Cade Carney with an 18-yard touchdown run with 3:27 remaining, giving the Deeks the victory. Again, 39-27 the final last year between the two. In that game, the Deeks, 26 first downs. They carried 66 times for 334 yards and three scores, 14 of 25 passing, 284 yards and a touchdown, 618 yards in total offense for the Deeks last year. No turnovers, just five penalties for 30 yards. Jamie Newman last year, 29 carries, 144 yards and a touchdown. Cade Carney, 19 for 71 and a score. Kenneth Walker, the third, 17 for 113 and a trip to the paint. Kendall Hinton hauled in six grabs for 189 yards and a touchdown in the contest. He was responsible for 195 yards from scrimmage. Wake Forest, Not favored this year, though. ESPN likes them just 40% of the time against the Chase Bryce-led Blue Devils. Friday, October 9th, Miami visits Winston-Salem. The Canes last year, 6-7, 4-4 in the ACC under Manny Diaz. Scored 334 points. Fell 14-0 in the Independence Bowl against Louisiana Tech. 
The schools last faced off October 26, 2013. Wake fell 24-21 in Coral Gables. The last time Wake Forest beat Miami, give you a second to think about it. You're not going to get it. 1944, October 27th of that year, the Deeks beat the Canes 27-0. And that was the last victory that Wake enjoyed against Miami. ESPN believes they're going to enjoy one this year, though. 52.3% are the Deeks to beat the Canes. Saturday, October 17th, Wake at Florida State. Last year, Wake got the victory against the Seminoles. We mentioned Nick Skiba earlier in the program. He hit the 25-yarder with 4.18 remaining to provide the final results. This just minutes after Florida State had taken the lead on a 36-yard grab by Tamori and Terry off of the hand of James Blackman. Gave them a 2019 score with 11.22 to play. Sam Hartman in that game, 21 of 38, 308. Wake had 20 first downs, carried 40 times for 116 yards and a touchdown. They had 424 yards of total offense. Fumbled twice, but didn't lose either, and committed four penalties for 38 yards. Carney in that game, 16 carries, 54 yards and a score. Hartman, 15 attempts, 43 yards. Christian Beal, 8 for 20. Sage Surratt, 7 grabs, 170 yards. Hinton, 7 for 93. And Scotty Washington, 3 for 25. Wake, not exactly a big favorite in this game. The Deeks favored just 16.9% against the Seminoles. Wake is off Saturday, October 24th before a trip to NC State on Halloween. The Deeks throttled the pack last year, 44-10, in a game that was never really close. It was 24-0 Wake with 12-26 in the second quarter, and from there it just proceeded to get worse for the pack. Wake in that game, 27 first downs, 46 carries, 123 yards, two scores, 27 of 42 passing, 295 Three more scores, 418 yards of total offense for the Deeks, penalized just once for 14 yards. Newman in that game, 25 of 38, 287, three touchdowns. Kern, two of four for eight yards. Kenneth Walker, the third, 16 rushes, 56 yards. Newman, 11 for 30. Cade Carney, 10 for 32. Kendall Hinton, six catches, 93 yards. Sage Surratt, nine for 67 and Jack Freudenthal, 4 for 16 and 3 touchdowns. NC State, not exactly a very big darling of ESPN this year, but they are favored against Wake Forest. ESPN likes the Deeks just 48.2% of the time against NC State. So there's your next four games. Let's go ahead and take a spin back through those games. Saturday, October the 3rd, Wake Forest at Duke. Friday, October 9th, Miami visits Winston-Salem. Saturday, October 17th, Wake at Florida State before an off day sandwiches two road games for Wake Forest. Saturday, October 31st, Wake travels across the state. They will visit NC State in Raleigh. So there's your second string of four games for Wake Forest in the 2020 campaign coming up. The final four games on the Deke slate, including three home games. Wake will actually close the season with back-to-back home games at BB&T Field in Winston-Salem. We'll take a look at those coming up next. This is Locked On ACC for May 22nd, 2020. We're taking a look at the Wake Forest 2020 football schedule. I'm Brian Wilmer. Saturday, November 7th, Syracuse visits Winston-Salem for one of those three home games that Wake has among its final four. Last year, Syracuse bested the Deeks 39-30. 
game that went to overtime after Nick Skiba nailed a 43-yarder at the horn. Then Wake fell in extra time. Wake Forest, 32 first downs in that contest, 44 rushes, 151 yards and a touchdown, 31 of 56 passing, 421, two touchdowns, three rips, 572 yards of total offense for the Deeks, fumbled three times, lost two for five turnovers in that game for Wake Forest, which proved costly. Seven penalties for 61 yards also proved costly. Sam Hartman, 25 of 42, 350 passing, two touchdowns, two picks. Jamie Newman, just 6 of 13, 71 yards and an interception. Carney in that game, 12 rushes, 54 yards and a touchdown. Newman, 12 for 23. Hartman, 10 for 42. And Kenneth Walker, the third, 10 for 32. Kendall Hinton, 11 catches, 88 yards. Donovan Green, 7 for 172. Both scored a touchdown. Stephen Claude, 5 for 83. Jack Freudenthal, 3 for 42. ESPN likes Wake quite a bit in this game, 71.7%, according to ESPN's FPI, in this contest. Saturday, November 14th, Wake Forest travels to Louisville, and last year's game between those two was a game for the ages. They've shown it several times again on ACC Network. It's one of those games you probably want to go back and see if you missed it the first time or just to catch it. Just an odd game. Louisville won 62-59, a game that really in the fourth quarter, most people probably thought was over. Louisville led 52-31 after a Des Fitzpatrick catch with 9-14 to play. And then Wake came storming back, brought it to within 55-52 with 3.37 to play. Then Evan Conley had a 41-yard run with 2.15 remaining, made it 62-52. Hartman had a one-yard plunge with 1.10 to make it 62-59, but Wake could draw no closer. Wake had 40 first downs in the contest, 46 rushes, 245 yards, three scores, 33 of 56 passing, 423, five more scores, two interceptions, 668 yards of total offense for Wake Forest, fumbled three times, lost one, three turnovers, penalized eight times were the Deeks for 59 yards. Newman, 24 of 41 passing, 251, three touchdowns, two picks. Hartman, 9 of 15, 172 for two scores. Carney ran 17 times for 95 yards and a touchdown. Christian Beal, 14 for 123. Newman, nine rushes, but just 13 yards. Two Demon Deacon receivers in double figures in terms of catches. Kendall Hinton, 13 grabs, 134 yards. Sage Surratt, 12 for 196 and three touchdowns. Wake Forest, not heavily favored in this contest, though. Just 13.5%, according to ESPN's FPI. Speaking of games in which Wake is not heavily favored, Clemson visits Saturday, November 21st. Last year, the Tigers 52-3 victors over Wake Forest. Uh, Again, a game that was never really close. Wake scored its lone points with 129 in the first quarter. Nick Skiba put home a 30-yard field goal, and Wake would again not dent the scoreboard. The Deeks just five first downs in the contest. 37 rushes, 64 yards, 6 of 14 passing, 41 yards, 2 interceptions, just 105 yards of total offense for Wake Forest in last year's effort. 2 turnovers. They were penalized, though, just 3 times for 25 yards. Newman, 12 rushes, 19 yards. Cantrell Flowers, 9 for 27. Kenneth Walker, the third, 6 for 16. Christian Beal, 5 for 7. The two leading receivers, Kendall Hinton, 2 catches, 17 yards. Donovan Green, 2 catches, 
12 yards. Wake favored just 2.7% of the time against Clemson this year. Wake will close the regular season with Boston College coming to Winston-Salem Saturday, November 28th. Last year, the Deeks 27-24 victors over BC. Scotty Washington grabbed a 27-yarder from Jamie Newman with 9.47 to play that essentially provided the victory to Wake Forest, even though it already led thanks to a 22-yard field goal from Nick Skiba with 4.47 to go in the third quarter that broke a 17-all stalemate. Chris Garrison grabbed a 16-yard touchdown with 6.39 to play to bring BC back within three, but Wake managed to hold on and get the victory. The Deeks, 22 first downs, 54 rushes, 197 yards, and a touchdown, 21 of 33 passing, 243, two scores, and a pick, 440 yards of total offense for Wake, three penalties, just 15 yards. Carney ran 24 times for 58 yards, and a scorer, Newman, 23 carries, 102 yards, Christian Beal, 5 for 29. Kendall Hinton with six grabs for 67 yards. Scotty Washington hauled in five passes for 94 yards and a touchdown. Freudenthal, four for 37. Surratt, four for 31 and a touchdown. Wake favored 53.4% of the time against BC. So that wraps up Wake's 2020 slate. Let's go back through it one more time. Friday, September 4th, Wake at Old Dominion. Friday, September 11th, Appalachian State visits Winston-Salem before Villanova visits the following week, Saturday, September 19th. Saturday, September 26th versus Notre Dame in Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Saturday, October 3rd, Wake at Duke. Friday, October 9th, Miami visits Wake Forest. Saturday, October 17th, Wake at Florida State. An off day, Saturday, October 24th. Halloween day, Saturday, October 31st, Wake at NC State. Wake kicks off November by hosting Syracuse for their homecoming game Saturday, November 7th. Then Wake at Louisville for the final road trip of the year. That's Saturday, November 14th. And then two home games to close out Wake's regular season slate. Clemson, Saturday, November 21st. And Boston College, Saturday, November 28th. And as we've said with every school, if Wake is fortunate enough to battle for the ACC championship, that will be contested also in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium, Saturday, December 5th. Now on to the projections for this year. Caesars, a little more bullish on Wake than ESPN. Caesars slots Wake Forest over under at 7 this season. ESPN, meanwhile, gives Wake Forest 5 victories, 3 of them in the ACC. So 5-7, and 3-5 and five in the ACC, according to ESPN. And a couple of those games are kind of pick'em games on either side. ESPN likes Wake Forest 52.3% of the time against Miami and 53.4% against BC, but they like NC State, Wake only a 48.2% favorite there. Appalachian State, Wake a 41.9% favorite, and Duke, Wake a 40% favorite in that contest. So Wake needing six games to get to a bowl. What's the most likely game it can flip? I would say NC State is the most likely game that gets Wake to that six-game threshold. That game, very winnable for the Deeks. App, I'm not so keen on. I think App probably gets the victory, even in Winston-Salem. At Duke, we don't really know what Duke will be yet. 
They struggled at times last year, but with Chase Bryce under center, what will Duke be? If you are a Wake fan and you're looking for that sixth game to get you to bowl eligibility, to me, the most likely path goes through NC State. Because if you consider Notre Dame, 14.6%, Florida State, 16.9%, Louisville, 13.5%, Clemson, 2.7%, that seems to be a number of reasonably sure losses for Wake Forest if you follow those percentages. So that's four right there. So ESPN has Wake 5-7, and 3-5 and five in the ACC. Caesars gives Wake seven wins. I'm going to split the difference. We're going 6-6, six and 4-4 six, four and four in the ACC. Very quickly, just to recap, as we wind down all of the ACC football schedule previews, it's been a fun series, by the way, getting amped for college football. Going in alphabetical order, according to Caesars, Boston College, over-under of five, Clemson 11.5, Duke 5.5, Florida State 7.5, Georgia Tech 3, Louisville 7.5, Miami 9, NC State 4.5, North Carolina 8.5, Pittsburgh 6.5, Syracuse 5.5, Virginia 6.5, Virginia Tech 8, and Wake Forest 7. There are your over-unders for the ACC slates, and we are done. 99 days until college football kicks off, and we've taken a look at every conference member's schedule, getting you ready for college football in the fall. That brings to a close Locked On ACC for May 22nd, 2020, and for the week, and for the ACC football previews. Before we wind down, if you want to follow the program on Twitter, you can follow us at Locked On ACC. You can email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. You can follow me individually. I am at Sports Matters. We would love to hear from you. If you find value in what you hear, as we always say, please like, rate, follow, share, and subscribe. Every like that you give us, every share that you give us, every follow that you give us, all of it, it all reinforces what we're doing, and it lets us know we're on the right track. So please, as much as you can, share your support of the program, tell your social networks, whatever it is you feel called to do. Also, while you're doing all that, Tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode of Locked On NFL Draft and support all the fine programming here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Wanted to very briefly take a second, mention there'll be no show Monday. And I think anybody who is honest about it and thinks about it probably knows why. I come from a military family, and I know that a lot of you do too. And without getting too much into this, I'll just say simply, that so much of what we know and love about this country, we enjoy because of the fallen. So to honor their sacrifice for the principles on which this country was founded, we honor them Monday. I'm Brian Wilmer. This has been Locked on ACC. And as we close the program, there's nobody who can say it any better than the legendary Vin Scully. So we'll give him the final word. Thanks so much for listening. Be safe this weekend. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. In Flanders Field, we are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved. And now we lie in Flanders Fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you, from failing hands, we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders Fields. And there was another poem written in reply to that one.
We cherish, too, the poppy red that grows on fields where valor led. It seems to signal to the skies that blood of heroes never dies.